Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is all about music and creative culture here in London. That sound you hear in the background is my very old desktop PC wheezing away, doing its best. Today's episode is a little unexpected. I had an open mic night at the Reliance Pub, as I all as I tend to do Tuesday nights from half seven to ten. Though I got there a bit late yesterday because I had to go to Denmark Street to get my bass back and record yesterday's episode, and then get home and upload yesterday's episode, and then head back out again. And I did that later than planned, so I ended up a little bit late for the night. I had planned to record an act who I've been meaning to talk to for ages, and I was planning to put their performance up as today's episode, but they weren't too happy with the quality of the audio, so they decided against it, which was okay, because I was pleasantly surprised by who I ended up talking to in the end. So it was getting towards the very end of the night. We're talking around midnight. I'm packing up, and I can hear the Radiohead album Kid A playing from the stereo. So one of the people that works at the pub, her name is Susanna, I asked her, who chose this music? Or is it just on shuffle from the jukebox or something? And she said, no, no, I chose it. I love Kid A. And I was like, whoa, hold on a second. What? For some reason, I just never expected that. So naturally, I said, I, I need to dig deeper. She also mentioned that she plays piano. And that's when I decided to make her the subject for today's episode. So while she was tidying up and I was packing up, we got to talking about how she got into Radiohead, how she got into playing the piano, and I got a little bit, we, we, I guess, because you the listeners are in this with me, got a little bit of insight into what music education is like in her home country of Slovakia, which is interesting considering yesterday's episode I spoke to Kevin and Gary and found out about their history with music and there was a bit of a common notion between them which was that a lot of the music they were taught in the early stages didn't interest them that much it was just dictated by their school and it was somewhat endured or followed through begrudgingly until they went on to do the music they wanted to do. But hearing Susanna talk about the music she learned when she was younger, she absolutely loved it. It sounds like it was taught with real zeal and passion. Over here, I think for some people, possibly for Kevin and Gary as well, your music education when you're very young, if it's given to you by your school, it will most likely be an hour a week or something like that. These days, I don't even know what it's like because I know budgets are being cut constantly and the arts are often the first head on the chopping block so it might be even less than that but Susanna really spoke fondly about how in-depth the education was back home as you will hear for yourselves so today's episode is me talking to Susanna about her love of Radiohead and her education of music from her youth and the education that she is now passing on to her own students including one of Mario's children who Mario makes a brief appearance in this. If you're at the Reliance, it's hard not to talk to Mario as well. Anyway, enjoy this conversation. It's a bit of a shorter episode this time around, since yesterday's was a bit of a bumper one as well. I talked to a lot of people. So it's just me and Susanna talking very late in the evening, and you can hear remnants of the Kid A album in the background, which is never a bad thing. And then I'll play some music at the end, most likely including my the prodigal son that has returned my bass guitar. 
Enjoy, and I'll see you in a bit. I love this song. But it's a bit depressing. Kid A is great music for this time of night. Everyone's kind of left, it's quiet, and it's just soothing and relaxing. That's why I like it. Mario doesn't have cool taste like us. He doesn't get it. But we know. We're the cool kids. High five. We get it. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> So, Susie, when did you get into Radiohead? Uh, actually, this album gave me my best friend. Oh, really? So, and, yeah, and... Yeah, because my friends, they they, they used to listen to Radiohead, so I knew that, and after that, he told me he's having this record, and he gave it to me, and I was so happy, and I was 15, so it was like Aww. amazing, you know? So you've been and a fan of it ever since? Yeah. What other music are you into? I like classical music. What kind of music do you like to play here in the pub, or is it mostly kid No, no, like, I like to play really classic music, I like Beethoven and Bach. But I like to like prelude, you know, like I'm playing classic and then I finish like what I'm playing, like, you know, like, right. yeah, it's usually really like, not really happy, but yeah. But that's, that works for the end of the night when you need to kind of unwind, then you can play the sadder kind of music is perfect for the end of the night. Yeah. So you said you play the piano. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? I started when I was seven and I was begging my father for two years for piano. He was like, no, get the sax or get the clarinet because my granddad was playing clarinet, something smaller or flute. And oh, I was okay. like, no, like, I even on the piano. So Has he brings the grand piano for me <laughs> after two years. But he said, like, you're going to finish it because I bring it like through the window. So, you know, like, it was really complicated. So I finished it. But, but, so you've been, how long have you been practicing piano? How long have you been learning? From 7 to 15, I studied music school. And after that, I, finished, I just play by myself. Like, But it's often, you know, like I like to, you know, just sit there and don't yeah. think about anything. Yeah. Just kind of enjoy it. Yeah. So you have a piano at home or a keyboard? And you teach my daughter Isabella as well. Oh, really? Yeah. How old is your daughter? She's uh, going to be 11. So. <laughs> is she good? She's getting there. Well, the She's now Susie, trying to put the two hands together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So are you open for teaching students? If I was to ask, I'd like to learn piano. I love kids, to be honest. <laughs> and I have a nephew, he's playing sax, so now I'm actually playing more sax with him. You know, what, I'm you learning. Think? I'm learning. Ah, so after all this time, now you're coming back to the saxophone. But I played before flute and clarinet. You know, all this small one because my granddad was playing uh, clarinet, like kind of jazz. So it was how I started really, you know, he was playing and like just give me the melody, you know, and just, you can play just the accords. Ah, so you could kind of, you heard it and then you learned how to play what you heard? Uh, or do you always have Oh to? yeah, we have a lot of theory in my school. I think we are, we are having diff, different kind of music school. I was going there like three times or four times a week. And yeah. it was three times piano and once a theory of music. So it was really like, you know, this is normal in Slovakia, yeah. you, you do the like... But here it is like usually kids are going for one hour for a week, you know? Yeah, that's And it. they really don't know the theory and history and this is what is really annoying me. Yeah. Because, you, know, so like, you have to teach them all the stuff yeah. they're missing out from. Yeah, they must be two teachers actually, you know, like when, when you play and you have to explain all the things, you know, so it's not really easy. And, so it's not just playing the music, you have to understand the theory and the history yeah. of it. So you really appreciate yeah. the music. And that's normal back in Slovakia, so everybody... I'm from the city where I was play, playing Beethoven. So in 1802, we opened the Empire Theatre and he was the 
person who was opening and he composed the music like first person for that theater. So this is my city, you know. So this is where my school is. So this been I spent eight years, you know, like every I go almost every day. Because I draw as well, and it was the same school as well. Wow. Yeah. So they, were, they really cared about the arts at the school. My mom is, uh, it's like, it's separate school, like from normal school, you know, like, okay. but it's art school for, for kids, you know. It's like first is uh, like 7 to 15, then you can continue 15 to 18, and then you are going to conservatory. Wow. So this is what usually, so I was like, well, I was willing to continue violin after but my father said like you can be a musician without this you know uh-huh. because so you, said, yeah, you don't need the violin you need i need you to survive and i need you to know how the world is so you're gonna do the business school now because just i want you to survive not to be only dreamer yeah so music went up to a certain point and then business school so that you knew the way of the world and could you mm-hmm. know get by but I'm a little bit hungry because if I continue I, my cousin is now actually really good violinist and he's the first violinist in Slovakia like from the young guys you know and they're playing the gypsy jazz All right. and they're really famous now like and uh, you know they and you feel like that, that could have been I'm you. like this is my dream this is my dream <laughs> yeah. well hopefully who knows maybe one of the people the students you teach could go on to become something like that and then you can say that's my student that's me i got them up there my nephew is actually with this sax he's so funny you know and he <laughs> love it and he's seven and he loves jazz you know i never saw the child like who is loving jazz you know like at this early age so this is what he want you know so i'm hoping like and he's completely quiet like me you know so i yeah. hope he's gonna follow him yeah well, yeah. fingers crossed that he does. Susie, thank you so much for your thank time. You, I'll let you finish you. the rest of this year. And thank you for playing this album because I absolutely oh, love it as well. Yes, well. It's about to catch the, the end of it. Yes. Oh, I love it. Have a good night, Susie. Thank, thank you so much. And one day you need to help me how to, because I would like to buy the synth, you know? But I don't know which one, you know? I know. You'd like to buy what, sir? Synthetizer. I would like to buy. Oh, okay, okay. But I cannot decide which one because which one I like, really. Right. They're really expensive they and are, I would like, yes. you know, what is like good, you know, like how to, good value for money or something. I would like a Hammond organ, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. everyone <laughs> would know? love a really fancy one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be continued, I'll get back to you on that and we'll find you something <laughs> <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> and that was that. Thank you very much to Susanna for being a guest on today's episode. She wasn't expecting it, I wasn't expecting it, but it was a fantastic conversation and I got to know her a little bit better and I'm glad that I did. And, yeah, I'll see what I can do about helping you to find a synthesizer that meets your needs. Now, for those of you who might be new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening. At the end of each episode, I tend to play some original music because one of the objectives of this podcast was for me to do something with all of the music that I have created and just amassed and hoarded in my mind. I have All I have to show for all I've achieved in my life is a massive discography of songs that only I have heard. So with this podcast, I am trying to change that. I am going to give myself a task each week. And again, every every system or idea I come up with on this show is always subject to change. I'm going to try and give myself a task each week that will help to mark my progression when it comes to my music. So first of all, is to come up with a set list of eight songs that are finished lyrics, parts, and some sort of demo version recorded. Because 
I am a big fan of mementos from the shows I go to, and one of my walls is filled with set lists from the shows I attend. A lot of those shows involve bands who are in the early stages of their careers. So I have all of these examples of what it is I'm trying to achieve, which is just to have a first show that just introduces me to the world and gets the ball rolling on that front. So this week I will work to complete a set list of, say, eight songs that have lyrics, have all the parts written out, and then I can start building upon that. And I will keep you posted on how that goes. As for the music I'm going to play today, I'm going to, of course, play my bass guitar because she's, it is back, it has been returned, and it finally has the types of strings it's been craving this entire time. If you listen to yesterday's episode, you'll learn. I had no clue about strings, just full stop. So all this time my guitar has been suffering with the wrong strings. Until now, so... It sounds a bit rattly, I don't know, maybe that's because the strings are new. But at least I know my guitar is less likely to be broken by the strings and by my playing. So, I'm just adjusting my phone very quickly, one second. I'm going to play something on the bass guitar. It's a bass line that I have played before on this show. But now I've got a little bit of a lyrical idea for it. And it is inspired by the podcast The Read, which is hosted by Kid Fury and Crystal, two African-American New Yorkers who are incredibly entertaining and incredibly informative. They will... I The first podcasts I ever listened to were from their website The Verge. Then I listened to podcasts from the website Recode and then NPR. And then there was an episode of NPR where each person with a podcast talked about another podcast they loved, and one of them mentioned The Read, R-E-A-D, specifically the episode where they talked about how Beyonce came back with a new song called Formation. And ever since, I have been an enthusiastic listener to that podcast. So this, one of their slogans, their catchphrases, I don't know, it's on their merchandise, it's on their clothing, is the sentence, Break Up With Him. They often are asked for advice on their show by their fans, and oftentimes the advice they have to give is break up with him. So that is the loose inspiration for this very short piece. That is a, still a work in progress. Who knows, it might end up on the set list. I haven't decided yet. It goes like this. Also, I'm not quite at the point where I can sing and play the bass line. So I'll play the bass line first, then I'll sing the part. So... to be the death of you break up with him it doesn't have to be the death of you it doesn't have to be the death of you it doesn't have to be the death of you 
break up with him. There you go. Thank you for listening. You can find me online just by searching Saddest Night Out, all one word, or you can email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com. Specifically, if you have any advice for how to make a bass guitar sound better, because my recordings of the bass have always been a bit of a struggle. Otherwise, thank you for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care.